giving consumers a financial edge, providing economic tools designed for you to win. With the Empireonomics business guru, Al Mills, and the credit lady gem dropper herself, Monique Macklin. Hello, 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 and welcome to Wake Up and Win with Al Mills and Monique Macklin. My name is Monique Macklin, and I'm known in the industry as the credit lady. And hi, my name is Al Mills, a.k.a. the Prophetic Financier. Welcome to today's podcast. Okay, so we have created this space which is designed to enlighten, empower, and edify people to the next level of economic success. On this platform, we do that by having conversations that require you to examine your current financial situation and make changes as needed to get you to the lifestyle that you desire to live by thinking better, banking better, and leveraging better. Now, on today's show, we will be discussing six-figure falsehoods, six-figure falsehoods, and I guess I wanted to touch on this because I had made a Facebook post yesterday that I mentioned to you. Mm-hmm. And the topic was you got to make a hundred thousand to realize that a hundred thousand ain't no money. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> ain't no money. Ain't no money. Ain't no money. Ain't no money. And I got a lot of responses on that and shares and things of that nature. So yeah, I wanted to just, I guess, delve into <laughs> Someone said in my comments, "Where? When did the goalpost move? Because that used to be the goal, right? Mm-hmm. So when did the goalpost move? And you know, how are people? So can how can people not survive on a hundred thousand dollars? Well, let's kind of go back to let's put a little microscope on that number, right? Um, everyone uh-huh. is so fixated on like we like to say I earned six figures. We need mm-hmm. to change the language in which we speak or the verbiage." Are you a hundred k net earner? Mm. Gross a hundred k has nothing to do with netting a hundred k, right? Uh, exactly. So that's the first thing we got to kind of address that. But overall, if you look at it in the U.S., only about eighteen percent of individual Americans earn a hundred thousand per year or more, and thirty four point four percent of households make a hundred k per year. So when we have the standard of conversation, not many people in the U.S. are earning $100,000 individually. Individually. But, you know, when you look online, it looks like everybody is falling and flossing and turning up. Well, (laughs) well, you know, here's the thing about the internet, right? It's just like the, the Army slogan. You can be all you want to be on the internet. On the internet, right? Not in real life. <laughs> not in reality. <laughs> no. In, vir- in that virtual metaverse, oh, you can be anything you want to be. You're animated. This is true. So when it comes to, so I know people keep wanting to have this conversation about the middle class. They think 100,000 is middle class. And I know you and I have spoken that there is no middle class. Um, you're either rich or you're poor. And those that are considered in the middle or what the working poor? Yeah, they're the, work, working they're the working poor. That's just fair to say the working working poor will be more sufficient. I would think so. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's more like the haves and the have-nots. Okay, that's the new language. I would say have and have-nots. And when we say have and have-not, it's not necessarily who has money and who doesn't have money. 
It's who has the financial intelligence mm-hmm. or the know-how of what to do and how to circulate money or better yet, how to make your dollars make sense. Correct. That's what it mm-hmm. really comes down to. But overall, that's like you're saying, we're in a consumer society. So, so many people have been programmed into buy, buy, buy mm. that we just consume more than we produce. This is true. But even in this last uh, what was it last week this week right Black Friday last week um, the numbers were tremendously lower than years past and people are just not showing up to these you know all out brawls <laughs> to, to buy the $100 TVs <laughs> and things of that nature anymore because I guess everyone has a TV but what, I guess really what it is is that inflation has been really making people um really sit back and take, you know, sit back and say, you know what, that can wait or I'll see what else comes. Or we have enough. I think so. I think with the new attention on the Fed constantly raising rates, I think that has been a focus on most people's mind. And I guess now at this point, you know, like like you said, I don't think is a good time to spend right now. Maybe Mm -hmm. need to hold on to the few dollars that we have. Or better yet, we need to preserve that credit balance, that that credit availability that we have just in case, you know, blah, blah, blah happens. (laughs) That's right, that happens. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta gotta be mindful because in this day and age, you just never know. Honestly, even before, you know, higher interest rates and things of that nature, I mean, one, one bad car problem can take people out to be honest with you um you know one bad whatever can take people out and knock them you know back a few months and they'd be trying to fight the catch back up just from one bad thing happening in their life mm-hmm. so it's um i guess people are now understanding so i guess if we were to categorize something as a quote-unquote middle class <laughs> income would that be a 150 dollar goal that we're at now uh, according to those standards, yes, but the average income of a family is about sixty-one thousand on average, a median a average of a family. Okay, so uh, that would be considered the middle class. Those earning in the mid sixties. That's not enough to live. Well, that's not well, enough to live. It depends on where you where you reside where you live. in the country. I mean, there. A lot, a lot better affordable places to live in the U.S. I mean, there's still places in the U.S. that you can purchase a home for forty, fifty thousand. It still exists, but is it, in a, is it in a metropolitan city where you're going to have the nightlife, the culture, and those things alike? I, I, I would beg to differ, but it's still I mean, available. I, I'm, I'm thinking the safety. I'm not even thinking about the, <laughs> the nightlife. You get a forty thousand dollar home, you might have to sleep in your bathtub. Avoid Uh-oh. the bullets, but um, <laughs> 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 bullets that might be flying through at night. But I guess what it is, people have to understand that if you are earning, or even if you're in a position where you have some savings or you're putting things in a say 401k, your money could be earning you more money if you put it in better places and spaces that are safer that earn you uh, that yield you more interest um, and helps you to move closer to your goal of retirement correct? yes that is correct but unfortunately 
because of the hyperinflation, because of the high consumer price index, the cost of goods and services are a lot more expensive than they were two years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And so if you live in a high rent or high mortgage rate district, if you will, uh-huh. you're going to pay a lot more money for housing and food and clothing and, and all those things. So, mm. yeah, I, I think families are going to need to really, in my opinion, and of course we're not giving financial or tax or accounting advice. Right. This is just for educational purposes. Um, you really have to begin to create a true plan of action on how to keep up, not with the Joneses anymore, how to keep up with inflation. That should be the target now. Mm. Stop keeping up with the Joneses, start keeping up with inflation or the consumer price index. I think if you do that, you'll have a better measure on what the race is, that speed limit that we talk about in in the community. Do you know what the financial highway speed limit is? If you don't know, then that's already, you're already losing the race. Correct. Because currently inflation is at what rate? Um, Sometimes it's advertised, I think about 6% right now. But mm-hmm. it can go up as much as seven and a half if you really take into the consumer price index. And last year it was nine percent. That is correct. Uh, it was nine percent last year. Um, the average four hundred one k yields about two percent, right? Two mm-hmm. percent. So, so if you are, let's say, earning at two percent, inflation is at six percent. Therefore, you're already being victimized by inflation. Correct. Um, and people don't understand that if, if if I don't know what is a gallon of milk. I don't really buy milk. Um, let's say a gallon of milk is four dollars right now. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time you get to retirement age in another, say you get forty-five, you got twenty years. Milk is probably going to be about seven or eight dollars. So that money that you're saving today is already obsolete. Correct. Years. Very. And that's very simple. That was a great analogy. That's. That's what we all should be doing, you know, as Americans, or if you will, that we should be looking at not so much how much we earn, but how much buying power we increase or or manage. That's really where we should be. That's where we should be. So I guess what is, um, since we're not giving financial advice, what is your suggestion (laughs) that... Uh, people do who want to position themselves to be in a better financial standing, not just for today, but also start preparing for tomorrow. What are steps that people can do? Well, I'm going to always say that, first of all, people perish due to the lack of knowledge, right? right. Um, it's not the not their earning capacity that's, that's harming them. It's the, the lack of intelligence on how to manage what you currently have how to be a good steward over the seed in your hand. So if the best investment or the best course of action that I would recommend would be investing your mind in yourself, get in the proximity of individuals who think about these issues on a daily basis or a community or a group because where there is a... Like us, yes. Like us. (laughs) Like us, because when there's a multitude of counsel, there's safety. Correct. And so we got to get back to group economics. We got to get back to doing things collectively in a collective instead of this individualism, consumerism, if you will. Stay away from the individual consumerism. It's going to hurt you. That's right. And I will tell people anytime that I get on the phone with Al, 
I always have a pen and paper because he dropped the gems all day. <laughs> and we'll, you just never know when he's going to drop a good gem. But he is always educating and always, you know, pour, even when he doesn't even think about doing that. This yeah. is what's pouring out of him. Um, but yes, get in proximity with people who are already in that space, who think about this all day and every day, and who are doing what you would like to do or would love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I have um, been focusing on mostly is showing people how to now begin to design the lifestyle that they desire to live. And that's not something that people really think about. People say, I want to have more money but when you get more money what is the life or lifestyle that you're picturing you're envisioning right and a hundred thousand dollars right now a year which was a initial goal for most people really can't do it for you so Mm -hmm. how can we take people to that next level or even get them to visualize that yes you too could have that or have this lifestyle you just have to learn how to put some action steps in place that you can be taught through this community. Yeah, I'd like to add to that. Uh, most folks don't realize what they really want. See, there's a difference True. between a want and a need. So you Correct. first have to establish what your needs are, right? Once you right. know what your needs or requirements to live, that's your fundamental living. Then when you get into abundance mode, you can then, mm-hmm. you can evaluate, you can pretty much escalate or enhance that life from the need perspective right and so i think that's what should be first is take a really a look or inventory on what you really desire in life how do you really want to live your best life Mm -hmm. and then affix a cost to that not with the joneses don't forget the joneses because your neighbor has a five thousand square foot house that you must have a five thousand square foot house no. Right, like there was a study with Harvard. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. there was a, there was a study that Harvard had did, and it stated that they they interviewed two people, a multitude of people, but the question was asked that one person was asked, "I'll hire you and pay you a hundred thousand okay. dollars, but every but all of your co-workers or cohorts in your office is going to make two hundred thousand, or I'll be willing to give you fifty thousand, and your cohorts or your co-workers will make twenty five thousand. It was staggering to find out that 60% of the individuals chose the 50,000 over the 100,000 so let so that so less that their employees or their co-workers earn less than them. So what is that wow. story telling you? That people could get a six-figure salary but as so long as someone else is making more money than them, they prefer to take less money but be <laughs> but be paid more than the average person. That's make crazy. that make sense. Make that that's make sense. That's crazy. That's great. That's that's that selfishness that mm-hmm. resides in so many people. That's crazy. So I'm going to give up the six figures for the five figures just so somebody else isn't making a hundred thousand more than I. <laughs> now look that at that, and, and that's <laughs> that's just, that's called the crab in the barrel mentality. It is. It really is. That's a sad mentality. Because, I mean, we also want everyone to win. Like, even within our community, the goal is to make sure that everyone is advancing and working towards abundance and doing it together. And, um, you know, it's like you said, that solopreneur mentality, that solo mentality is what's really hurting so many of us today. Because, you know, people, no major corporation is one employee. Right. That is correct. They don't get to millions and billions operating on their own. No, they bring people in who are smarter than them. 
That's um, they br- bring people in who know, you know, who can help make that money and bring in, <laughs> bring not only the money, but, the, you know, provide the services because you can do everything. You really can. So I just wanted to kind of talk on this, uh, the falsehood of getting to the goal of six figures. Because I think even in relationships, let's say, people mm-hmm. are saying nowadays, I've seen online, um, mm-hmm. oh, I'm looking for a man who earns $200,000 a year. That's not impossible. But is it probable? Is the is a, and, and, and there was a, a app that I provided to you and, and what did the statistics say from the Census Bureau or the Labor Bureau statistics what, what was your findings when you did your due diligence on the ideal man <laughs> okay so the, I did Al sent me a link yesterday and I have it I may share it online but he sent me a link on how on pretty much your odds of finding the ideal man that you're looking for and I think it was, you know, the, when I put it in, I was less than 1%. It was probably point twenty two hundredths of a percent to get somebody with the ideal stats that I had selected in the list. And that was, <laughs> <laughs> it was 22 hundredths of a percent. Um, so, yeah. And that person was only earning $100,000. So, in essence, let's make sure we're clear on <laughs> what you just said. The yeah. man that you're talking about isn't born yet, and his mother is deceased. Oh, well, damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the probability here, if you okay. want to look at it from that perspective. That's the probability. That is true. When you put it that way, it's kind of hard, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the probability, the, the fixation that people have on... I want a man who's going to take me out to dinner and, you know, you can't take me to Cheesecake Factory, but we need to go and spend two and $300. Most men can't do that. Most women can't do that. And if, you know, you can, you're going to spend it on probably your credit card bill at this point. But, mm-hmm. you know, you have, <laughs> there's other things that are more pressing than, you know, an expensive meal in this day and age. So we want people to not only be mindful of how they're spending, but also know that even what you're earning if you learn how to make, manage, and multiply it the right way, you will be able to position yourself for having a great lifestyle today, but also creating something strong and substantial mm-hmm. for retirement, right? Mm-hmm. You're right. Again, back so, to that whole six figures, right? So let's look at the median priced home in America is $412,000 throughout all the states within the United States. And let's just look at that for a minute. So, to the app, the median price is four twelve. If the okay. average person did a FHA mortgage at three and a half percent down, mm-hmm. they're gonna borrow, give or take, around three hundred and ninety-seven thousand eight fifty or something around there, okay. at an eight percent interest rate. Their monthly payment just on principal and interest is twenty nine nineteen, two thousand nine hundred and nineteen dollars. Right now, according to the standards of banking right mm-hmm. you they only want you to, to have a mortgage of no more than 30 percent of your annual salary so 29 19 28 just sort of basic i haven't put into taxes insurance just on that number look what you'd have to earn a lot because <laughs> <laughs> i mean they're looking at your debt to income ratio and Correct. most people who if if, what you said, the median income is sixty-one thousand. So let's say two people in a household earn sixty-one thousand. That's one hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars a year. You mm-hmm. still don't earn enough to 
mm-hmm. to live off. You don't earn at that. You don't earn enough to maintain that mortgage. What she said, he didn't even have taxes and insurance. You haven't eaten. You haven't paid your utilities. You haven't paid the house insurance. <laughs> you, you haven't put some clothes on your back. Gas in your car. Your car note. Um, so yeah. <laughs> You would need one hundred and sixteen thousand just to afford that four hundred and twelve thousand dollar home. You would need to be earning to one hundred and sixteen thousand to afford that at thirty percent. The target of thirty percent. That's on a conventional standard. But, but most also, people, you need to do that on net, like, <laughs> right? Because you, your gross doesn't pay that. Correct. Correct. <laughs> now compare that to just a year and a half ago, when right. interest rates were three percent. Oh man! Now we're talking a mortgage payment of sixteen seventy seven. Now you can breathe. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, now you can breathe. That same house at sixteen hundred dollars, you can now breathe because that extra thirteen can now pay everything else. So look at that now. In a matter of 18 months, the mortgage payment almost doubled. Right. But did people's salary double on their jobs? No. (laughs) So now we see the dilemma, right? This is the dilemma. This is the dilemma. Mm -hmm. So at this point, because I do see people still saying, especially in the industry, the mortgage industry, you know, you can still buy. Rates are going to go down. You can refinance later, but you might not make it to a refinance. If you do get in, you might be foreclosed upon by the time we get back to a 3% if we get back to that. Well, you know, there, my mentor, who's a multi-billionaire, once said to me this, and I'll just, I'll just quote what he said to me, and I've learned that and I've applied it to my life. Mm-hmm. He says that never take advice from money managers mm. because they're geared to convince you of the complexity of the space so that they can manage your money. And then they're going to put your money into things that's going to give them the highest commission, but not necessarily enhance or grow your portfolio. So with that said, in the the vein of that, um, I appreciate all my financial advisors out there, uh, mortgage professionals, I was one of those. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, a loan officer is getting commissioned for writing a mortgage today. Correct. <laughs> so so it doesn't it doesn't make them no never mind if you if you survive it or not, make it to the finish line. They're wanting that money in right now from that commission on that loan. Correct. And if you do survive the eight point whatever percent we're at right now, mm-hmm. then you come back to them when the rates go back down to two, three, four percent, they get another commission. Correct. So. On the refi. So a two for one, baby. They get you exactly. a two for one. <laughs> exactly. But there's, so. some good, there's some good people out there, though, who would advise. Uh, I'll just say this. Here on our show, right? Here on our podcast, mm-hmm. we don't offer mortgages. We don't sell insurance. Everything that we're doing is from a banker, financier perspective. So we don't have any of those products or services to sell you. We're here to uplift your financial consciousness so that you can make more formed decisions and and create that lifestyle that you desire. So I just wanted to kind of just put that back, encapsulate what our real purpose and mission is here. We're not Mm -hmm. throwing people under the bus either. We wouldn't do that. There's a need for all of these things. But but I believe that the most educated consumer Mm -hmm. is the best consumer, the best client that you could have. And that's what we're here to do is bring education. 
Right. We just want to make you aware. But if you are not mortgageable, not mortgage ready at this point, then it's, it would behoove you to get mortgage ready so that when the rates do become more favorable again, you're in a position to take advantage at that time. This is may not be a time to buy right now, but it will be a time to buy at some point because again, inflation was high. So they had to throw a curveball in to try and stop what was happening in the, in, in the um, economy. Mm-hmm. So that is what was happening. But again, get yourself mortgage ready. And if you don't know how to do that, we can also have a conversation about that as well. So yeah, the six figure falsehood is I, I wouldn't even say it's a falsehood. You just have to make more <laughs> than a hundred thousand dollars. Don't make a hundred K can be the first goal. Let's work at the next goal on how we can get you to one fifty. But more so than that, how can we position you to have money that you earn now working even harder for you so that you don't have to keep working hard for your money? Right. So in essence, let us help you make your dollars make sense. Yes. In dollars. That's it, okay? <laughs> That's all we want to do here. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So this has been an interesting conversation. I enjoyed it, Al. I yes, really did. Always my pleasure. It's always an interesting topic and exchange. And we just, mm-hmm. I trust and believe that the listeners out there, if they continue to follow our podcast, they'll get a wealth of knowledge, a lot of mm-hmm. gems. Yeah. And, uh, and if they want to lock arms with someone like ourselves, then we're going to encourage that. Our doors yeah. are open and endless to those who are interested in taking that journey because success is a team sport and together everyone can achieve more. So I'm, I'm right. glad about speaking about this today. I am as well. I am as well. Again, thank you so much mm-hmm. for this conversation and we will talk soon. Absolutely. Be well. You too. Thank you for listening to Wake Up and Win with Al Mills and Monique Macklin. We hope you've been enlightened by today's message. Please subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends on your social media platforms. If you have any questions or comments, follow us on Instagram at Wake Up and Win Show.